I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about anger. Grr. It's really important to understand anger. Yes, it is. We all get angry sometimes. Yes, it is. And you yeah. know, the interesting thing is that a lot of times these days, people will tell you, don't get angry. Don't stay angry. Oh, yeah. Well, don't, don't sleep on your anger. Resolve your anger. Resolve your anger. Anger, go away. But sometimes we have anger for really important reasons. Yes. And we're going to be talking about that. I'm going to talk a bit about that. Go ahead. Um, I am one of anger's best proponents. Um, I see it as an absolutely normal, necessary, and sometimes growth-producing human emotion. Mm -hmm. So I did as I often do when we decide what we're going to talk about. I peruse the computer to see what I can find. I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was. You can't look up anger without getting three articles on anger management. Mm -hmm. So we can't even talk about anger without panicking about how we're going to manage it. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then there were long dissertations trying to make it go away. Um, anger is a secondary emotion. It doesn't really exist, some people say. Really? Gee, I hadn't noticed that. I feel angry sometimes. What about you? Oh, yeah. Um, it's just a secondary emotion that covers other emotions. So either we're going to manage it or we're going to make it go away altogether. So I don't think we can afford to do either one. Um, and I don't think we have to make it so complicated that we don't figure out what we're talking about. Uh, so I consulted my, my, one of my favorite topics, which is evolution and anger in terms of evolution. Yeah. So surely there had to be something on it because you remember the pesky tiger who lives outside our cave. I'm often telling this, this story because it, it demonstrates post-traumatic stress disorder. You come out of your cave one day, a tiger almost grabs you by your little loincloth and you just barely get away. When you come out the next day, the tiger, of course, is still waiting for you because he thinks you looked really yummy. Mm -hmm. um, and you're already anxious and on alert so that you don't get grabbed by this tiger. Yeah. Eventually, you're going to get pretty angry at this tiger for making your life difficult. And that's a normal, perfectly normal emotion. Um, so how are we going to handle the tiger? Or what are we going to do if the guys who live on the other side of the hill, with the tribe that lives on the other side of the hill, what if they decide they want our water hole? Or they want to eat our game animals? What are we going to do if they come over the hill and try to take them? Are we going to talk nicely to them? That won't work because we haven't even gotten to civilization yet. So we're going to have to fight or flee. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now, what I hear about anger is that we have a physiological response to it. Blood flows to our hands and to our feet. Think about that. So that we're ready either to punch them out, grab our spear, so we got blood in our hands, or we're ready to run because we got blood going to our feet too. So we literally have an adrenaline response yeah. to being angry. Um, and we're going to do what we have, have to do to protect ourselves and our loved ones. So you can easily see the origin of anger. Um, there's no way around it. 
things in this world are going to make us very unhappy. And we're sometimes going to be pressured to act on anger. Mm -hmm. And when we need it, anger provides energy for us. I have had enough of that tiger. I'm going to get him with my spear. Okay? Um, so, I think anger has a very legitimate reason, and you can certainly see it from, a, from a, an evolutionary point of view. Um, we can be angry from infancy on if we, will, if we are left unfed and unchanged. Wow. Infants can be angry. And there's new money around for the last few years on infant mental health, and that's been very well documented. Okay? You will recall that I know frequently that anger is also what helps us assert ourselves. Um, and it's never very welcome. When we assert ourselves, we're always going to annoy whoever is in charge, if you think about that. Mm -hmm. um, if you're a kid and you want to get to therapy, if you sit around in the corner looking depressed, you're never going to get there. If, however, you kick up a fuss, throw your toys, and do other obnoxious things, you will get your needs met. All right. So anger is never welcomed by the people who are around us. And remember, we do it first at age two when we say no. And we accompany that by a foot stamp. Looks like anger to me. And when do we do it again? When we're adolescents, when we say, you're not going to tell me who my friends can be and you're not going to run my life. I'm going to be an independent person. Again, it is not met with any welcoming from the powers that be. Okay? But we cannot allow ourselves to be pushed around. Um, so already we can see that anger is not the most popular of emotions. Um, why is it so scary? Well, we all know the worst effects that anger can have. I would mention those to be murder and war. Um, those are terrible outcomes of anger. Yeah. However, that's extremes, and we don't want to look at normal things as extremes when in fact they're not. And those things are not good things. And those things happen from terrible things that have happened to people, early child abuse as we just mentioned, and war is a very scary thing, and that takes collective anger. Okay. I was talking with somebody the other day about gangs and how scary gangs are, but if you really stop to think about gangs, even as we know them now, um, they're also a search for attachment. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people who've had no family um, look for gangs to be the family they haven't had. Um, and there's a wonderful line in the West Side Story, if that's not so old that I'm the only one that remembers it, where one of the gang members, they, they joined the Jets in the story of the West, in the West Side Story, mm -hmm. says, if you join the Jets, you're never alone, you're never disconnected, you're always at home when company's expected. So, so even the anger of gangs can, can hide a wish to really connect. The only real antidote to dangerous anger is one's history of attachment. Okay, People who have never really attached have an extremely difficult time trying to learn how to handle their anger, no matter how much anger management they go to. Wow. And 
I learned that I worked at one point in maximum security. And I learned that from some of the men there, that they had never had an attachment to anyone and absolutely could not control themselves. Wow. Okay. It, so, it's amazing to think about Margaret in, in maximum security, yes, right? You yes. don't think she can handle a breakup? She has worked with murderers, people. I have, yeah. It's, it's hard to hand me something I haven't heard before. <laughs> um, a breakup is simple on yeah, her scale, yeah. um, comparatively. Yes. My goodness. Um, it's hard to shock me. But in any case, um, you know, they were very clear about it. If you want to feel good about yourself, work in any place where people are locked up because all they can say is, will you talk to me today, lady? They have no one to talk to. Um, and they would say sad things like, you know, if I had seen somebody like you when I was young, I might not be here. And those are the things that, that hurt your heart. Yeah. Um, so... How are we going to handle anger in the here and now? What are we going to do? Um, first of all, we're going to name it, I feel angry. You have no idea how difficult it is for many people to do that. If I feel angry, that makes me an angry person and I don't want to be an angry person. No. Feeling angry about your car wasn't ready even though the mechanic promised you. Feeling angry about that is normal and healthy. Can you hit the mechanic with a tire iron? Well, we would all probably enjoy that, but we can't do that. So that we will not react aggressively. Um, we will try to act assertively. Mm -hmm. So the brief steps to handling anger are first, name it, then feel it. Don't try to make it go away. You can't make any feeling that wants to be there go away. So you say, oh, okay, I see some anger signs, I feel angry. So, okay, we've named it, and then you have to get at least a second to say, how do I want to handle it before I hit him with the tire iron, okay? And for some people, it's very difficult to learn to get that minute between the impulse and the act. So you really have to work on that to learn how to say, okay, I feel angry, now what do I want to do, mm -hmm. okay? before you do something that's going to get you in big trouble. Um, all right. If I ask somebody in therapy, are you angry about a specific incident? Most of the time they look at me confused and say, well, no. Well, should you be? And then if you can get some thought, they'll say, well, maybe. Um, so. But people have been terrified that being angry is a terrible thing, you can't do it, you're going to get in trouble, and it makes you a bad person. None of that is true. But as a result of that, people have learned to bottle anger up. In other words, I'm not going to tell Craig I'm angry at him. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to keep it in because I don't want to get him upset, and I don't want to get upset myself. But five weeks from now, if I've continued to be angry, I may sort of lose it and yell at him and say, listen, my good man, <laughs> right? So it's a bad practice to be so afraid and so uncomfortable with anger that we really have to deny that it exists. So it's okay to be angry. Name it, feel it, and decide how you're going to handle it, all right? And if the guys from over the hill come and want to take your water hole, your anger at them will give you strength and energy, okay, to do what you have to do. If 
Don't deny it. That's number one. And you also have to own it. If you do lose it and yell at somebody, you have to own it and you have to say, I'm sorry. But that's a good thing. I have a guy right now who is struggling terribly with his anger. And he's struggling to get, get hold of just being able to keep it in and not having to deal with it. And he's not a young man. I'm saying for him, has that worked for the last X number of years? And he can say, well, I guess not. No. So could we try something else, do you think? Um, how can anger be helpful? Anger helps us say no at two. No, you're not going to tell me I can't touch that. Yeah. It helps us say you're not going to run my life at, you know, age 15. And it helps us say no to people who might want to manipulate or misuse us in some way. And anger is the signal that lets us know we can't put up with that. Yeah. Okay, so it's a signal and it's to be respected. Um, and you can learn what your physical responses are. I can tell you that my neck gets red, my jaw clenches, and then steam starts coming out of my ears. But most people know, at least if they stop to think about it, what are the physical manifestations you, are, you have of anger. And holding anger in has terrible consequences that most people aren't afraid, you know, are afraid of. Yeah. If you if you hold anger in, number one, you're going to explode at some point. If you don't, then anger kept in over a period of time is going to turn into depression. Because something's bothering you, Mother Nature and your psyche have let you know several times, and you haven't done anything about it. And it can leave you depressed and feeling like there's nothing you can do to make yourself feel better. Um, in many cases, my first question with that is, are you beating yourself up for something? And oftentimes I find that people are beating themselves up, that they didn't do this well, or they didn't do that well. Or they have been ang angry at a family member or a spouse for many years and never been able to deal with it because of all the fears we have. If we grow up in an abusive household, where anger, any show of anger, is followed by violence, it's very difficult to get comfortable with the subject. And I've seen people end up being, I hate to say it, I hate to say the phrase, but doormats, which means you get stepped on regularly, yeah. and you can be so afraid of getting someone angry that you can't stand up for yourself. Yeah. So I think anger is just as necessary as attachment. Um, and I've said it over and over again till you're probably tired of it that we have an urge to connect and an urge to be autonomous and never should we let anyone walk on us. And if you think of anger as a good thing that lets us know important information, it helps. Did I forget anything, Major? Nothing comes to mind. Well, that makes me angry. Well. You should be happy. You did a good job. Okay. Right. You did a good enough job. I did a good enough job. Um, anyway, I'm one of anger's major proponents. And it's because of experience where I've heard over and over again, um, you can't have any. Um, and, and it just doesn't work. It's trying to tell you something. Yeah. Yeah, it's communicating with you. And unlike some other emotions, it doesn't take no for an answer. <laughs> it's 
listen to me or else. Yep. So, you know, if you're angry, maybe you're angry at your ex. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're angry someone broke up with you. Maybe there's other issues in your life that you're angry about. Yeah. Explore it. Don't deny it. Don't deny it, no, because it does not make you a bad person to be angry. You are responsible for how you handle it, and none of us want to handle it in destructive ways. And like I say, when we do, it's important to apologize. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, anger is a natural feeling. Yes. Everybody gets it at certain right. times, and it could very be well trying to tell you something. So don't try and ignore it. And of course you want to manage it, but let's look at what's going on there first. Yeah. You hear, well, so-and-so is a very angry person. Has anybody looked at why? If you're feeling angry, I would really do a Skype with Margaret, because she obviously has tremendous knowledge experience with it, yeah. and experience with yeah. anger. I mean, she has worked with people that have been so angry that they've murdered other people. Yes. And worked in maximum security prison, so she yes. has a very good understanding of anger. Yeah. I right? do. I do. Yeah. Um, and those guys were very interesting about it, that um, the ironic thing was once they had committed the murder, they weren't angry anymore. Um, and I can see why. It is the ultimate way to take control of your situation, but we don't recommend it because huh. life in prison is not a good and idea. You, yeah, and, and you might get want, murdered yourself. And we don't want that for you. No. But anyway, not. please feel free to consult me about anger. I'll be happy to talk with you about it. Yeah. I'm not afraid of it. I don't say it doesn't exist, and I don't say it's a secondary emotion. I'll sit with it. Yeah. Honest. <laughs> I can only imagine what you've heard from people. Oh. Yeah. And, and ultimately, the reason that they're mad enough to kill somebody is what happened to them in the first two or three years. If we could make child abuse go away, we could be travel agents. Wow. Um, now, one of the things that I remember you saying to me a while ago is that uh, people that were often on the verge of death themselves can murder, right? Yes, yes, um, because murder doesn't seem so terrible to them. Um, and the other thing that can happen is if you're suicidal, it can switch to homicidal, which is probably what you're thinking about, mm -hmm. in literally one second. But I am going to take the ultimate arms against the sea of troubles. That's, an, that's a not well done Shakespeare quote. Um, is it nobler to bear the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune or to take arms against a sea of trouble? It is the ultimate taking arms against the sea of trouble. <laughs> I, I I'm laughing because she can quote Shakespeare. I mean, <laughs> you guys don't even know what she's like. Uh, with, yeah, the, she does, this is the stuff that she does all the time. <laughs> And, you're, and you probably read it how long ago? Well, you don't want to know how long ago. A long time. <laughs> That's the to be like she, or not to be speech. You know the whole speech. I did it one time. I, don't, I think I can only do a couple of lines. <laughs> it's now. okay. I'm sure, I'm sure if you read it over once, you'd have it memorized. But I was talking with someone the other day who called me for a, a Skype, and she could outquote me in English and French. So I, I met my match. No. <laughs> I don't know about that yet. All right. We'll see. All right. I so, hope it was helpful. Yes, I hope that was helpful. So, yeah, really, if you have been feeling angry, do a Skype with Margaret. Yes. She's got a lot of experience with that, and she'll help you. And it can help you grow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. 
So if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. You could do email coaching with me or Skype coaching with me. And I offer emergency Skype coaching. Margaret also does Skype coaching. Shakespeare. If you want it. Anger. <laughs> but that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon. Hi. I'm Coach Margaret a relationship coach and a psychotherapist with 35 years experience. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. If you would like professional help with your situation, please contact us at askcraig.net.